You are Locked On Bucks, your daily podcast on the Milwaukee Bucks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Backs him down. Giannis into the lane. Giannis spinning. Welcome to Locked on Bucks. I'm Eric Name, Milwaukee Bucks supporter at The Athletic Wisconsin. And joining me as always is my good friend and the founder of BrewHoop.com, Frank Madden. I'm bringing in you today's pod is DoorDash. Long day at work, still stuck at the office. Treat yourself to the meal you deserve and have your favorite restaurants come to you with DoorDash. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code Locked on. That's L O C K E D O N. Frank, how are you doing, my friend? Good, Eric. Um, I had a uh, busy weekend. I drove from Austin to Houston to Baton Rouge for a wedding. Uh, Yikes. A couple days after, there was like a tropical storm in that area. So, got to see flooded uh, parts of the not on the highway. We kind of tried to avoid certain parts of the highway, but it was a little bit of an adventure getting there. It took a little bit longer. So road trip weekend and then uh, watched the Emmys, followed the Brewers winning every game seemingly these days. <laughs> Brewers have been very fun. Um, although I, I have not watched a single Brewers game this year. I stopped getting MLB TV a few years ago, and obviously I I don't live in Wisconsin, so I don't have FS Wisconsin or the, the package or the MLB package. Um, but it's weird. I, I like follow every game on my phone mm-hmm. very closely. I love that they show me the home run highlights, you know, basically like a couple minutes after they happen. So I feel like I've gotten to experience this Brewers even, <laughs> even though I've not watched baseball. Um, so my hope is they can keep this improbable run going, which I'm guessing many of our friends who don't give a crap about baseball are like, why are you talking about bas- baseball? Stop talking about baseball. I want to talk about basketball. But, uh, but yeah, that's kind of going on. The Packers, Obviously, many, I'm sure, listening to this care about uh, have been winning games. Maybe not always looking great. But, uh, yeah, so it's a good time. Wisconsin beating Michigan. It's a great time in Wisconsin sports right now. It's been pretty fun. So um, now we just need some Bucks basketball. And now we just need the best of the Wisconsin sports teams to start playing. And hopefully the, they'll they'll keep up their end of the bargain, too. Uh, that is very well done, Frank. Very well done with the Bucks segue. And yeah, we are going to talk a little bit about the Bucks today. Uh, some strange news on the day uh, as the Bucks were given a fifty thousand dollar tampering fine for tampering with Giannis Dedekumbo. Uh because in the town hall event that the Bucks held a few weeks back, John Horst w- received a question from a fan in the audience about. Giannis and his long-term future in Milwaukee and answer the question by saying, you know, Giannis is, we can't really talk about that. That's not something that we can talk about, but next summer Giannis will be eligible for a Supermax extension and he will of course be offered a Supermax extension at that time. 
that was the extent of it. Uh, he, he went on to talk about why Giannis may want to re-sign in Milwaukee and what they've been trying to do as an organization to make sure that they, you know, enticed him to come back, that they were an attractive organization, all of those things. Uh, but literally the only thing they, they said about the contract was that they would offer him a Supermax extent, extension when they came around. And as I wrote today at The Athletic, that is uh, a violation of the CBA. That is, uh, I think it's Article 13, Section 2, which is circumvention. And essentially by doing that, you would, if it were a lesser player, I think this is kind of put in the rule book because back in the day, people would get word that another team was going to try to steal their player or offer someone a contract. And they'd say, well, you know, we're going to offer him a big contract. So it's not even worth tying up your money for that. Uh, so we're just going to resign that guy. So it's probably not even worth you doing that while in this situation, uh, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious that the bucks are going to offer super max to Giannis when, when they get the opportunity next July 1st, but by the letter of the law, it is, it is a violation uh, I guess, did you, did you have any hot takes or thoughts about uh, the the NBA levying a $50,000 fine on the Bucks for tampering with Giannis Antetokounmpo? Uh, I mean, the timing is, of course, ir- ironic, given that there's obviously been a lot of talk in the news about uh, this new tampering fines that, that may be levied or, or penalties, not just fines, but potentially penalties of draft picks. Um, against teams that that tamper. Uh, I mean, this was not that, right? I don't think this was necessarily the NBA. At least, I don't. Not they're not they're not showing the new rules per se. Um, but it it is extremely ironic, given that you know the the tampering discussions and all that. I mean, that is exactly targeted at you know teams like the Lakers, whoever trying to. Uh, you know, illegally go after and make contact with and try to uh, win win uh, win over the likes of someone like Giannis, who of course is you know exhibit A for for player that uh, you know any team would do anything to get, including risking tampering fines and, and penalties. So it's of course ironic that the Bucks themselves, you know, I mean, to call it ironic is probably understating it. It's just hilarious to be honest. <laughs> and, you know, immediately after this, the Bucks get. Uh, a tampering charge um, for <laughs> for talking about their own player who, you know, these new rules are supposed to protect them from losing. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think the, the classic thing was, you know, for a long time, you know, the restricted free agents, it's kind of like similar to what you're saying, like, you know, restricted free agents, GMs would just say, well, we're going to match every offer, right? So don't bother, right? And um, the the issue there is not so much the NBA itself not liking that so much as like the players union, um, I think pushing for the NBA to say, Hey, don't let teams kind of artificially limit a player's market. Right. Because again, if a team has a virtual free agent and uh, the GM comes out and says, Oh yeah, no brainer. We're matching everything. You know, essentially don't bother to other teams. Uh, other teams may not bother. And that could mean that that team then has the ability to maybe lowball that player and get them to sign a deal that, that isn't as, as beneficial, which of course is not, you know, as you're saying, is not obviously Giannis's situation. Uh, 
you know, this was $50,000 for saying the most obvious thing possible, right? So uh, I don't have a hot take per se. I'm I'm a little torn just because, um, you know, $50,000, if you look at it through the lens of, uh, you know, billionaires and, and, you know, teams having to potentially come out of the pockets of super rich owners, of course, you'd say, well, who cares, right? No big deal. Uh, but I mean, this is also a league where teams, um, and this isn't necessarily to pick on the bucks so much, but I mean, the bucks, you know, it's not like they have, um, you know, uh, like a 10 person analytics department or something, or they're throwing out money left and right for everything out there. Right. Um, $50,000, you can actually like add someone pretty useful to like a basketball operations staff with $50,000. So, you know, to sort of just have that be lost just for an offhand comment, which really didn't, you know, again, I don't think it, um, told Giannis something he didn't already know or throwing Giannis is staying in Milwaukee now yeah. all because of that. No. Um, so on the one hand, it's like, well, that's real money. So, I mean, uh, I'm going to assume that that's not coming out of, you know, the um, basketball operations budget, but I don't know, right? Um, it's less money that the organization has. Um, so, uh, yeah. So l- let's just say, you know, it's it's not a good thing to lose money. Um, on the flip side, if uh, if this if this comment from Horst in any way uh, reduces, I'm not even say like the, increases the likelihood of Giannis resigning because I don't think it has anything to do with that, but um, but if it in any way plays any role in, you know, reducing uncertainty over Giannis or making the annoying news stories a little bit less frequent, then hey, that's money I will gladly take out of the owner's pocket and pay. Um, so I don't know, it, whatever. Shruggy emoji, I think was was what I came out with on uh, on Twitter as my official response. Uh, I don't think it is going to be something we we think about or will have any real impact in the future, but uh, it's more just a weird curiosity of late September NBA, I suppose. So you mentioned that we did have, you know, another round of those. Oh, could Team X do something with Giannis kind of rumors? And I think this one was Ramona Shelburne on the jump talking about like the, the Warriors as a possibility. And like, I don't, I don't bring it up to shed light on what I think is, um, I'm not going to say sloppy reporting, but there's very, there's very little evidence based in throwing out the Warriors um, as, as a possible team, especially with the cap bill that they have going forward uh, with Draymond, with, with Steph. Um, so I guess, has there been a piece of evidence, news, anything in regards to Giannis possibly playing for another team that you've at least found interesting this summer or is it all pretty much of the okay that's just saying something for the sake of saying something variety i mean i don't think there's any i don't put any real stock into any of it i think the the only thing it it means is that there's just the news cycle just focuses on it and there's that you know i don't know it just feels like kind of the speak it into existence type thing from ESPN in particular. Um, mm-hmm. But again, I mean, this is a story, right? This is, these are the kinds of things that generate clicks. Um, and I mean, in the grand scheme of things, I mean, I mean, in two, two years, 
if the Warriors had to get rid of Draymond to sign Giannis, like that's a no brainer. Like, of course, you, of course you do that, you know? Yep. Um, so on the one hand, it's like, yeah, like the, the, the Warriors aren't just like going to have calf space to offer Giannis a max contract easily. On the flip side, if Giannis decided for whatever reason that he wanted to go to Golden State, like they'll, they'd figure it out, right? Like it's just kind of one of those things. So, yep. um, so yeah, I mean, I don't think there's any real substance to it. I mean, I sort of, um, obnoxiously tweeted out that, you know, Steph Curry is friends with Giannis and shares an agency and, you know, Steph's dad played in Milwaukee. That's a great point. So, That's a great point. you know, a look, great point. so, so I was speculating, you know, uh, on, on, uh, that the Bucks are going to, are going to go make an offer for, for Steph Curry, who of course already has a, out yeah, Twitter. I, I threw out Urson plus filler, you know, just figure it out, <laughs> figure it out John Horst. I'm sure Urson plus, and maybe throw in a future first protect lottery maybe. protected lottery protected, of course. Um, but uh, yeah, so I mean, whatever we're, we're, we'll see stuff like this. Um, and again, I think the important thing I think is something that, you know, John Norris has sort of alluded to, which is just, I think the Bucks control their destiny here. I mean, even though Giannis is the one that decides what happens, if the Bucks go and win and play to the level that we know they're capable of, then I think he's going to stay for the foreseeable future. Um, if they manage the roster poorly, if they make bad decisions, if um, you know guys play poorly and and they end up not giving Giannis the support that he needs, uh, then there's yeah, there's a chance that that he could leave as as soon as two years from now. But um, again, you know, fortunately that the Supermax is an option next summer, and obviously uh, I don't think there's a guarantee that he would take that, even if he wants to stay. Um, it, he might decide to kind of let it ride for a second season, which is kind of the, you know, where things get really antsy. Like if he's turned down the chance to, to, to extend his contract, <laughs> but hasn't, I don't think he would demand a trade. Um, but then it gets a little, you know, then the pressure is on because then it's like, Oh man, if we don't, if we don't want a championship, we don't go to the finals. Like what do we have to do here to actually get him to, to sign on the dotted line? I mean, that's, that's the part that I think certainly a scenario that is not totally unreasonable. That would make me very nervous. Um, but again, we're we're at least a year away from that, and, and hopefully it doesn't come to that. We're going to hit on some of the rankings, fun around, and some of that. But first, I need to remind you that today's podcast is also brought to you by Blinkist. With Blinkist, you get unlimited access to read or listen to a massive library of condensed nonfiction books, all the books you want, and all for one low price. Right now, for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com slash lockdown try it free for seven days and save 25 percent off of your new subscription again that, go to blinkist.com slash lockdown to try it free for seven days and save 25 percent off your new subscription and today's episode also brought to you by doordash long day at work still stuck in office treat yourself to the meal you deserve and have your favorite restaurants come to you with doordash right now our listeners can get five dollars off their first order of fifteen dollars or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code LOCK ON. So it is the, the time before it's the time for the season. And in that time of year, we often spend it ranking and listing and trying to figure out, uh, you know, what where people fit in and who's important and who is 
uh, among the best players in the league and, and all of these things. And uh, that is the content that goes around this time of year. Uh, we've seen one of those lists all the way completely through. That is the Sports Illustrated list uh, where there is a new number one and that number one player happens to play for the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, there was a guy at 27, 46, and 66, all wearing Bucks jerseys. And then on the ESPN list, uh, not all the way through that one left, or that one yet, but uh, Brooke Lopez at 80, Eric Bledsoe at 67 in that one. And then in the SI rankings, Brooke at 66, Bledsoe at 46, Chris Middleton at 27, and Giannis at number one. Um, I guess let's start with Giannis at one. Any surprise there? This is the first time on the SI list uh, this year compiled uh, just by one person, just by uh, Rob Mahoney. In the past, he'd had the help of Ben Golliver, and then they spent hours and hours agonizing over it, uh, only Rob Mahoney this year. And he comes to the conclusion that Giannis is number one, first time anyone not named LeBron James has been number one on the SI list. Uh any well, surprise to you that he was there? I was kind. I was. I was curious if they might put Kawhi there, just kind of ceremoniously, because of the fact that he was obviously the the dominant player of the postseason and Finals MVP, and you know he, he won a ring, right? Uh, for for uh, you know as good as a regular season he had, obviously wasn't really in the MVP conversation seriously, in part because of uh, the amount of games he played. Uh, obviously, missing you know twenty ish games or so. Uh, it's hard to be in the MVP discussion when you miss that many games. Um, and then also just, you know, I think during the regular season, uh, the fact that as good as he is offensively, he's not the playmaker that, that Giannis is. Uh, and defensively, you know, again, he's a different type of player certainly than Giannis. Um, but, you know, I think for regular season performance, understandable that Giannis finished higher in the defensive, uh, most uh, defensive player of the year balloting than, than uh, Kawhi's. But, you know, so I think I think a recurring theme is just how much do you weight playoffs versus regular season, and obviously with Giannis, there's I think also the trajectory argument of he shouldn't get worse in the playoffs moving forward, right? Like you'd expect him to use last year as a learning experience, and the fact that you know Kawhi sort of individually and with a lot of help as a team bested Giannis in the playoffs last year, that um, you know Giannis is is going to continue to to grow and and improve. So. Um, I think the fact that just, yeah, I mean, Giannis is the best regular season player. I mean, the fact that he won the MVP obviously speaks to that. And the fact that um, he should be, you know, maybe not the best next year. He still has to prove in the playoffs that, you know, he can be better than some of these guys that have won championships and proven at the high level year after year. Um, but, uh, you know, it's not like he collapsed in the playoffs or something like that. So um, I think it makes sense. Um, I think it's really just, a, I mean, the biggest question is just like, you know, do you, um, would you give the nod to like someone like Kawhi? Um, I thought on the, he did a, Rob did a podcast with Howard Beck where I think you know, he alluded to Kevin Durant sort of, I think would have had the honor if he had remained healthy, not obviously torn the Achilles. And um, you know, again, maybe, maybe he wins another finals MVP. If that happens, I wouldn't have had a problem with that at all. I mean, Durant's regular season dominance is, you know, we're kind of numb to that almost. He's been terrific. Maybe not, you know, certainly not the defensive player that Giannis is, especially during the regular season. But um, I mean, as far as offensive players go, it's hard to find, you know, I, Durant's up there with anybody, obviously. Uh, and his his resume in the playoffs the past few years, obviously, two finals MVPs are are incredible. So um, so I, I would have had no problem with, with Durant going ahead of him. 
Um, but to be honest, I, I mean, I wouldn't have had a huge, I mean, I wouldn't have an issue if they had put Kawhi ahead of him just because of what we saw in the playoffs last year. Um, you know, even if Steph had been there, whatever. I mean, it's just a ranking. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't like I could be offended by it. Uh, but I think just, again, the fact that Giannis is younger than all these guys we're talking about, so he does have more room to improve. Obviously, the jump shot being his, his obvious weakness and the fact that that actually also sort of means that he has more upside even to tap into. And um, the fact that you expect him to be better in the playoffs, um, you know, I think there's a, a very obvious case for Giannis in there. And I mean, pretty cool to see. I wasn't shocked to see it. And, you know, here we are, it's 2019 and the Bucks have, you know, the guy ranked as the best player in basketball. That's, that's a pretty cool thing. Yeah. I think there's some interesting stuff there on the top with, with Durant, especially I, I don't, I'm not going to say I feel bad for Kevin Durant because uh, he's obviously uh, had quite the basketball career at this point. Like there, There's not a ton to feel bad there about, but it is kind of interesting that, you know, like he, he ends up going to the Warriors, which again was his choice. I understand. Um, but he ends up going to the Warriors. And I think because of that doesn't get his, I think in some ways his moment in the sun where everyone was just like, oh yeah, that's for sure the best player in the league. Like he still had a dodge those questions about, oh, he only has to play every other night or he doesn't have to bring it every night or he has all this help. Of course he's doing well. And obviously he has the finals MVPs to, you know, obviously point to when anyone says stuff like that. But I don't know if he ever got that moment, which I guess maybe is fitting for him. Um, and what he's been searching for over the years and the decision he made to join a Warriors team that had won 73 games. Like it, maybe, maybe that is right for his, his long-term legacy, but it is something I did end up thinking about as Howard and, and Robert going through that on, on Howard's podcast. It was just like, that's, I, it's an interesting historical footnote and, and maybe history will be kind to him and they'll look at the bonafides and say, all right, like, Okay, he was he was really great, and he was that guy for a couple of years. But there's also the the part of me that wonders if it's it, when we look back in history books, if it'll just be an extension of of LeBron's time, where LeBron was was the best guy in the league, and Durant never gets that time. I, I think it's certainly possible, uh, and I think that'll be really interesting to watch going forward. So. Uh, I kind of look forward to that. Uh, history is weird like that, where uh, you know we don't really know how it'll be written uh, until we get to look back on it and, and kind of see how people view it. So that'll be interesting. But yeah, as far as Giannis being the guy, I thought there was a good chance that it was going to be Kawhi, um, especially because those two went head-to-head. And I, I just thought the the narrative in some ways would have written itself for Kawhi to be number one. If you wanted him to be number one, that, all right, this is the guy that in many ways kind of dictated the whole summer that when we're talking about player movement and, and how things are going and what the league looks like, um, there's, there's him and he's, he's kind of able to, uh, be there and, uh, show, he would just kind of be in the, he was the guy that like transformed the entire summer. He was the guy that got in Giannis's way as Giannis tried to make his 
ascension upwards uh, to the very top of the league. So I just think you have you just have a really interesting spot there where I thought the the narrative and multiple narratives could have been to put Kawhi in that spot ahead of Giannis, but ultimately Rob decided that it was going to be Giannis's spot instead of him. So that that to me was really fascinating. I I wasn't quite ready, and, and I hadn't really thought that they, they would for sure uh, give it to Giannis. So uh, I, I think that surprised me a little bit. Um, but debating whether or not Giannis deserves a spot, I, I think, is, is silly. Like I, the, the argument for why it should be him and why he would be the guy is – is incredibly easy to me, um, so that that doesn't necessarily surprise me. Any any other thoughts on Giannis at number one? No, um, he's good. Yeah, I think that's fair. He is good. Um, I, I think that can be said definitively. And it can also be said definitively that this episode is over. We will talk a little bit more about the rankings. We'll move on to Chris Middleton, Eric Bledsoe, Brooke Lopez all in our next episode. Again, this episode was brought to you by DoorDash. Long day at work, still stuck at the office. Treat yourself to the meal you deserve and have your favorite restaurants come to you with DoorDash. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code LOCKDOWN. And also by Blinkist. With Blinkist, you get unlimited access to read or listen to a massive library of condensed nonfiction books, all the books you want, and all for one low price. Right now, for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for you. Go to Blinkist.com slash Lockdown. Try it for free for seven days and save 25% off your new subscription. So, for Frank Madden, I'm Eric Name. This has been Lockdown Bucks. We will talk to you guys tomorrow.